This is The Playbook. This is Dave Meltzer live at VCon here with an over 1,500 episodes now of The Playbook. And I tell you, I have not been this excited to have a guest here at VCon. There's some people that you meet, and it's not just that you resonate with them, that you're on the same frequency, but your backgrounds are very similar. Your perspective, because of that background, is very similar. That's what Lance Baldwin is to me. He's the founder and CEO of Area Scouts. And why we share that, Lance, welcome to the playbook, by the way. Thank you very much, Dan. I like the logo. Thank you. Um, sports is everything to me. And I've been blessed to run amazing companies and have amazing people around me. You were a witness to it last night at our yep. VIP dinner. And I know it sounds silly because in its end, I've been told by my college football coach that I was a below average college football player. <laughs> I thought it was average. I try not to get my feelings hurt. But nothing in my life, from the time I was five years old, single mom, broke, to this point in my life, nothing has had a greater impact on my abilities to be the best that I can be, to help others be the best that they can be, than what I experienced in sports. And so when I bring Lance Baldwin onto my podcast and know how many kids that he's giving that gift to, the future below average college football players, the swimmers, lacrosse players, baseball players, whoever it is out there, your company and your mission are aligned with one thing, empowering others to empower others to be happy, to make a lot of money, help a lot of people, and have a lot of fun. How does Area Scout do that? Well, first of all, you th thank you again for having me on the show, and you, you stole my opening line. That's my <laughs> secret. I've done this a long time. As far as, you know, why we did this and, and how powerful sports is, and, I, and I'm going to steal one from Jeff who we just listened to, and the power... How was he, by the way? I, I'm, unbelievable. I'm, I'm not even... I'm, did I'm you trying, hear my to, I'm trying say, to come back to you, myself. Did you hear my yeah. daughter say, Jeff Griffith is better than you at yeah. speaking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, I'm trying to ground myself after even watching... Listening to him is just... I've never been so inspired in my entire life listening to him. It was um, absolutely amazing. Um, and he said something on the, the last... The very last thing he said was the power of organization and, and, and belonging to something and, and believing in it. And just like you just referenced, there is nothing, um, you know, and you referenced something this morning, we're all going through something and we, at all times of our lives. And I feel like as we get older, there are more resources out, more people that we've met and more people we can make those connections with. When you're young, you feel like you're all alone. You know, you, you have your parents, some, some kids don't, even have parents that support them. And the next thing, the, the most solid foundation for them is an organization being part of something and be important. Uh, and that's sport, team sports. And it could be, I don't, I don't care if it's the chess team, you know, being part of something that, that encourages them, gives them that confidence, literally changes these kids' lives. And it builds not only for sports, because as you know, we just had dinner and uh, celebrated birthday with two of the best, uh, Austin Eckler and, and uh, Michael, Chandler. Michael Chandler. And 
they are the 1% of the 1%. You know, uh, a a two-tenths of a percent of every high school athlete will get to those types of levels. It's it's very hard to get to those. And 1% of those 0.2%. Will be at the level of Austin Eckler or Michael Chandler, exactly, or so, Warren Moon or Troy Aikman or Steve Young, right, or Evander Holyfield or Oscar De La Hoya. Ex- all the guys I surrounded myself with. Why is that? It's just you know, some of you know athletes. I believe um, not all of them, but I believe most athletes are born with with an athletic talent to you know as a foundation, and they can build on that. Some kids don't even have that have that advantage. Right. So. Can I tell you another way to look at it? Because yeah. you are in this business, that your skills and your knowledge are your basement, and some be- people are just born with such a high basement. Yep. But it's the delta that makes that one percent of the point two percent. It's the delta of desire that you must be what you can be, and that's what Area Scout does: is they create a delta so they can take someone like Dave Meltzer, who has a very low basement when it comes to yep. football, for example a very low basement, but create the same delta that Tiger Woods created for himself, even though he has the highest basement, where if a Ryan Leaf would have utilized the Dave Meltzer delta in desire and basement, or that difference, he would have been better than Peyton Manning. Yep, exactly. And, and you use the word basement, we use the word ceiling as far as getting them to their own individual ceiling because they they each have their own ceiling and that's all these kids want they want to just get to the best of their ability feel like they belong to that team and and maybe they are not the star they're not the elite athlete but they are someone that every once in a while catches that big pass makes that big basket and and those life events they never forget they never never forget those and and that's the success that they build then that they remember when they have to succeed later on in life it was no, I funny. I don't know if you met these guys last night from Michigan State. Did you meet the, the guys from Michigan State? I did not. So one of them, they're highly successful financial guys. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Yes, I did. Yes. yes. And the, the one kid, yep. you may not know this. Keith. Keith. Yes. Caught the yep. pass from Kirk Cousins. Talk about a big moment, right? He caught that pass from Kirk Cousins at Michigan State. He was the backup quarterback to Kirk Cousins. But because of his mindset, hard set, and handset, he wanted to play. So he switched to receiver, and he made that big catch. That was his big moment. Oh, wow. Played in the NFL for a tiny little bit. But what he learned, nobody knows his name. We barely remembered his name. I forgot Keith's name. He's a very humble guy. Very humble. But what he learned through making it as a starting receiver for Michigan State and getting a moment has carried him to, like, he works with Matt Ishbia. He's... I mean, really financially successful kid. Yeah. That delta applied to something that even he had a higher basement for has led him to this great fulfillment. So how does Area Scout do this? How does Area Scout deal with the delta? So we, we bring on uh, professional athletes from, from all different sports who have a genuine interest in wanting to help kids because that, that is the... Which is the, almost all of them. Yep. And, and uh, bring Once them... Once again, in- confirming how powerful this is, that even the biggest athletes in the world yes. all know how important their childhood athletics were. Exactly. And, and being influences in those kids' lives, too. Because they had someone. Yep, exactly. And a lot of kids don't have those individuals either. So to have someone local with area scouts that can bring these kids through professional assessments that focus on health, 
um, not only not only performance, but the health side through proper movement, strength and conditioning. Nutrition. We do nutrition, mindset, neuro. Um, it doesn't stop. We keep adding programs that can impact all these kids, and it's and it's not. I, I always have to stress this is not building kids to be just the perfect athletes for life. It's building them for life in all aspects of life. So we build that foundation for these kids when they're seven all the way up through high school and give them something to hang on to and something to be part of. And it literally will change their life for the rest of life because the other 99.8% of kids out there that are not going to do this professionally need all of these things to, to navigate. You know, that's what we have to do. We have to continue to navigate, you know, and that's I bet what you, I it. bet you have your favorite uh, college commercial that I have, the one that says uh, from the NCAA, you know, we have 133,000 athletes graduate each year. Yeah. And yeah, only, right? Yeah. All of them, almost all of them will be professional at something else. Yep. <laughs> right? That's what Area Scout does. I will yep. tell you another story that shows you how impactful what you're doing is. Um, my son plays Pop Warner football. They made the Orange Bowl, which is the Southern California Championship Bowl. Only 12 years old. There's a lot of experiences he's going to have in his life. Yep. But Austin Eckler showed up to their last practice. Oh, wow. They're still talking about it. No, no, it's huge. Right? Like, talk about impact. Yeah. And I remember when I met Tony Gwynn for the first time. One of my favorite. And I, I was blessed to be at the San Diego School of Baseball, which him and Alan Trammell owned. And he used to watch on a Betamax monochrome screen a video trying to figure out release points for Maddox and Glavin and all the Atlanta Brave pitchers. And I remember him sitting there uh, studying. Greatest hitter maybe of all time, yeah. studying film, which inspired me. But what inspired me even more is I was in the cages and on his break, after 30 minutes of studying, took a break. And the first thing he did wasn't to go you know, get a drink or it was to come over to the cages and gave me advice. I don't remember what it was. It worked, whatever it was. Right. I, I haven't used it, you know, probably since I quit baseball in college. Uh, but Tony Gwynn coming over, taking the time yeah. to teach me something has meant no, more to amazing. me. Again, at 55, you can see the tears in my eyes. Yeah. So I want people to know that because I need more people to support Area Scout so today, you know, as an entrepreneur, you have a huge why, but you have a business to run. What is the challenge of running a business that has a like I had an accountant on last, right? Yeah. There's not a huge why in accounting or math. There's a huge why in the area scouts. Yeah. How do you reconcile that it's still a business and you still have the same exact challenges as every other entrepreneur? Um, my, I would say, Finding people that are um, have the same mindset and, and have the same goals and mission as Area Scouts, the more of those that I've found to surround me has made the growth of me having to grow the business much easier because I have other people out there working towards the same goal as I have. And I, and when I started this, you know, it was just me. So, and, and then there was two and then there was four and now we have uh, close to 2,000 people uh, in this organization now, and, and um, we have uh, over 150,000 people that have that have reached out to us, saying that they want to start programs like this in their areas, 
And, and right now, uh, you know, we're putting teams together in all these different sports, uh, professional athletes, professional coaches, trainers, PTs, sports medicine doctors. Uh, and and we're going to uh, be basically partnering with all the rec centers, uh, boys club, YMCA. Uh, we have a call coming up with uh, Pop Warner that we're going to be partnering with uh, Pop Warner. And so, uh, sky's the limit. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna reach. Uh, you know, I, I said it to you last night. Our goal is to reach seven million kids by the end of this year. And you said, don't say seven million. <laughs> go go past seven million. Yeah, don't more limit more than seven million. Right. I'm empowering over one billion people. Yeah. You're going to impact over 7 million kids in one year. Yep. It's going to be incredible. Um, now, you're using a franchise type of model. Yes, licensing. Uh, to scale, licensing, yep. yeah, which is a type of franchising for yep. those entrepreneurs that may or may not know. Um, how, you know what, what does that look like if you have all these 150,000 people interested, people like me interested? How does someone, what does that license deal look like? How can they get a license? So licensing, we do in two different models. We do uh, population-based, so it goes by postal code, zip code, uh, if you're uh, not in the country, because uh, this is international as well in other sports. Uh, but you can uh, license the software, license the Area Scouts brand and our program and, and work with all of our professional um, sports uh, athletes, coaches, sports medicine doctors. And you can license an area of 275,000 or 475,000 on average people. And then we basically uh, bring our B2B team into that area. And that's when we partner up with all those organizations I talked to. A lot of the rec leagues, city leagues, where parents have kids in programs that they can't afford these travel teams and the expensive programs that are they're you know working with these athletes they just want to know that their kids are getting professional training real training that's going to give them the best chance to stay healthy at the same time it's amazing i like to finish off if you don't mind everybody has their stories and the lessons that they teach i'd love for you to share one of the most heartfelt not most successful but your your greatest inspirational uh, story and the lesson that you took from it of all the different area scout uh, well, licensees and, and implementations. This one came right to me when you said that. Um, so my, and I can't say that this is one story. Uh, so my, there is, you know, I, I have four kids of my own. So, and, and, and you know, an amazing wife. Um, just, I've, I've been blessed with everything. Um, I'm with you. My sports blessing or the thing that I've appreciated the most in sports which actually drove area scouts was nothing makes me feel better than seeing the 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 weakest child or the the kid that's never had any success that you know other coaches don't the even Dave want Meltzer, them on the team they don't want the David you know, Meltzer <laughs> yeah the David Meltzer's <laughs> of the team the kids that have no chance of getting that hit they're never going to catch a pass all their peers know that already they've kind of alienated them I will spend as much time as I need to to make sure that kid is the most improved kid on that team to make and the delta the delta and I can't tell you every single season it, it it's like clockwork I don't know if it's fate or whatever you want to call it, it because there's always a some sort of playoff structure to whatever you're in it wouldn't would you believe like every single time we're at a crucial moment in the game and that kid's coming up and the kind of the rest of the teammates are like oh no it's little little yeah, yeah. johnny on david Meltzer, and, yeah. and he gets the hit or he catches the pass or he, and it's, and and that moment you 
if you see me, you take, because I got videos of that when that happens, and I'm going crazy. There's like, like yeah. they must think I'm, because I'm, I'm, that's the time I'm jumping up in the air and I'm screaming for the kid. Because I know that moment right there, he, for the rest of his life, I don't care what happens after that. That kid will remember that moment, and everyone else gave up on him. Everyone said he was never going to get that big hit, and, and, and I know it's small to everyone else. It's always successful, but to that kid, that will be what he remembers the next time someone says, you can't do it, you know? I love it. Um, I want to pick one more thing. I know I said that was the last thing. Last night at the VIP dinner, you asked for a couple minutes to tell a story about me. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to finish up because I didn't get to hear the story and I didn't, you know how it was crazy. When you got Jim Quick, Clinton Sparks, Jeff Hoffman, Austin Eckler, Michael Chandler, let alone Fleischman, Fenster, Sean Dill, it's difficult to get enough time to get your story in. So yeah. tell me the story now before we finish up. Okay, so this is unrelated to... Yeah, that's fine. Okay, but it's classic. So I've, I've endured many, like, just hardships and, and things that I've had to overcome and in, in grow in this business. And, you know, like you said this morning, you take things very well. You take life's challenges very well. And I feel like I do for the most part, but usually at the moment, I don't have, I don't believe I've captured your patience. So like right when it 17 happens. 17 years like, of practice. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I get, I get upset. Uh, and then I, and then I kind of have to talk myself down. I, w- I want to learn to be able to not get so upset about things right when they happen. So it took me about uh, four months to, to, to talk to you, to, to get on a call with you, um, because I, didn't, I hadn't joined your program yet or anything. I just I wanted to know more about you. I wanted you to know about Airy Scouts, and I, and I actually was looking for uh, approval. I wanted, to, I wanted your eyes to light up, and I wanted your, you to be like, wow, this is the most amazing thing. And Which so I, I think thought, it is, by the way. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> But I, w- I wanted that to be, like, you know, come in genuine. You're like, you didn't know me. I wanted to just right. come in as a stranger. I wanted to see your reaction. So it took me four months to, to get to talk to him. And, I, and I, the, everything I'm going to say right now is 100% the truth. Like, I'm not exaggerating whatsoever. So uh, um, Nick called. Um, David's, yeah, guy, Nick. David's uh, assistant, Nick. And he said, okay, you got one month to prepare for this. And next month, or it was, it was uh, four weeks ago, I believe, uh, this past Monday. You have one month to prepare. So he said, you only got 10 minutes, Lance. That's all you got. You got to get this. You got to get this. And normally, this is a presentation that takes me two hours to go through of what Aries Scouts is. So I used my PowerPoint. I spent, I blocked my call. I shut off everything. Like, I'm, I'm zoned in. I'm timing each slide by the seconds, and I'm able to speak and ask Dave questions at the same time. So the whole day, the day's going by super fast because it's getting ready to be six o'clock and I'm like preparing myself. And at about 5.50 p.m., I noticed my phone's going, just going off. It's getting, my phone's blowing up. And it's all these strange phone numbers. It's 1,500, 1,800, 3,500. And I'm thinking, what, what is that? And I'm, but I'm like, I, I, can't, I can't deal with this right now. I got Dave, Dave's coming up. I got my Zoom screen ready. I even have my cell phone um, internet ready to go if my internet goes up. Hot so, I could just, ready. so I could just I, click I over that, yeah. to that, right? Yeah. And I said to my wife, I don't care what happens in the next 15 minutes. Do not knock on my office door, please. Like, I don't care <laughs> what happens, right? And then so God at, laughs at you. At about 6.04 p.m., four minutes into this call, I'll never forget it because I looked up at the thing. I'm like, oh, how much time do I have? 
all these sirens I hear outside. I mean, I'm talking like, I, it, I knew there was at least 10 police cars. Like, because I didn't hear the fire engine sound. I heard just the sirens. You didn't hear the big trucks. And I'm thinking, what's going on outside? All of a sudden, I hear this big bang upstairs. And, and I'm thinking, what, what is that? And I, meanwhile, I'm still talking to you this whole time, right? Now I hear my name coming over a loudspeaker from the, from the police carts, calling my name. Mr. Baldwin, need you to come out of the house. And, and I'm on with, and, I'm, and this is me. So David, so this is also what Area Scouts does. And I'm listening and I'm muting my microphone as I'm like hearing this all happen, the sirens. I'm like, I got four minutes to finish. I got four, three <laughs> minutes to finish, right? Next thing you know, I hear my wife, she's saying, you can't you can't go in there. You cannot go in the office. You can't go in there. And, and, and I can hear the interaction. I can hear the boots, like everything. And sure enough, the door opens. I get a hallway door that opens to my office. And sure enough, the hallway opens. It's Mr. Ball, and you need to come out here right now. And that's when I said to you, Dave, I'm just real calm. Oh, can you hold on one second, Dave? You know, this, meanwhile, this all happened. I go there, open the door, and there's literally a SWAT full ninja mask, machine guns, everything. And there's six of them in my living room. And I go, you got to give me three minutes. <laughs> I got three more minutes to finish. I'm on with, with someone I've been waiting for a while to talk to. So, <laughs> the and then my wife, she's behind the guy. She said, I told them they couldn't go in here. <laughs> so, so finally I go, Dave, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I gotta, I'm sure you remember. I'm like, Dave, I I got, I, you got to hold on. So so I go out there, and they said, we got a hostage. Apparently, at that very moment, and I was just talking lottery odds, my 16-year-old got in an argument with one of his friends as they were gaming the night before. They swatted They swatted, they swatted us. That was a I didn't know that that was I a thing. I didn't know it was a thing either so, until so he, he told me what happened. They called in the SWAT so team did, at that Just so time. you know, I did give him an extra three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> So sure enough, I had to explain to them, and I go back, and I, Dave's still on the call. I'm yeah, like, I told I'm my like, wife. Dave, I can't I even tell you what just happened. You're not going to believe me. I told my wife the story, and <laughs> just like my daughter, who like are the humbling agents of my life, right? Like I do walk over to the other stage, and there's an amazing speaker, Jeff Griffith. He's he's rolling by right now. Jeff Griffith was there, and he um, gave a speech to my like on all the cameras and everything. My daughter's like, hey. Uh, He's way better of a speaker than you, Dad. <laughs> it was like my wife. I told her the story, and her reaction was, Dave, your ego's getting way out of control. There's no way some guy's holding off the SWAT team because he has a 10-minute call with you. You're so full of shit. Well, I'm not full of shit. I have one person who thinks highly of me. I appreciate Lance Baldwin. He's changing lives. Founder and CEO of Area Scout. If it wasn't for people like Lance Baldwin, I wouldn't be where I'm here today helping other people the way I am as an under-averaged college football player. I needed people like Lance in my life, and so do you. Reach out, get your license, find out more for your kids there at Area Scout. Thank you for joining me, Lance Baldwin. Thank you so much, David. Appreciate it. This is Dave Meltzer live at VCon with the playbook. <laughs>